Obedience is our responsibility. The outcome is God's responsibility. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have the last and final part, part three of Craig Rochelle's message about obedience. Here's Craig. Number one, bold obedience usually triggers opposition. Number two, bold obedience often releases God's miracles. Number three, bold obedience always requires faith. Bold obedience always requires faith. Verse 20 of Acts chapter five, the the angel says, go, stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. Go back out there and do what you were doing before. Do the exact same thing that got you thrown into prison. Do you see that? Go and do again the very thing that got you put into prison. So if I'm Peter and I'm John, here's what I'm thinking. I need a few details first. I need to know what's gonna happen, okay? Is there any kind of guarantee, because I know the angel broke us out last night, but I don't know it's gonna happen again. I I want some guarantees. And this is what happens so often when we're prompted by God's spirit. Uh, We wanna know, What's coming up, God? How are you gonna provide? How are you gonna work it out, God? How are you gonna answer this prayer, God? What exactly are you doing? Now, when are you gonna come through for me? I need to know the details. What I've come to understand about God is that God often doesn't show us the details because we can't handle the details because he's gonna give us grace for today and grace for tomorrow, but it only comes one day at a time. And if God showed us what was coming up a month from now or three months from now or three years from now, so often we would say no to the assignment because we don't recognize he'll give us the grace on that day to understand what comes in that day, but our faith has not yet grown to the point where we can even understand or comprehend how he would give us the grace to do it. All the time, I think to myself, if God had shown me 22 years ago what our church would be like and what what, what I have to go through, I would have run the other way because I wouldn't think I had the ability to do it. But God will give you what you need for today. I want details. Sometimes you just can't handle the details. You can't handle it all. You just have to go by faith. God is going to lead some of you, prompt you, start a business. I want to know the details. Is it gonna be successful? Am I gonna have to go into debt? What's gonna happen? God may say, you can't handle the details. You just have to take the step of faith. God's gonna stir some of you to help join a ministry or start a ministry, launch a ministry, uh, to to lead a life group, to disciple others. You know, how how do I know who's gonna come and what if they ask questions and am I gonna be good enough and I don't know enough about the Bible? God, you're gonna have to give me some details. God might prompt you to reach out to someone in your family and try to restore a relationship that's broken. Like, God, I need to know, I mean, how's it gonna go? Are they gonna say this? Are they gonna say that? And God's gonna say, I'll just, I'm gonna show you what you need to know today to do your assignment today. What we need to understand is this. Obedience is our responsibility. Outcome is God's responsibility. Obedience is our responsibility. Outcome is God's responsibility. 
Oh, I feel like I'm supposed to ask this girl out. I was in worship right now and she was three rows down and she had her left hand up praising God and there was no ring on that finger. Oh, Jesus, should I ask her out? Should I ask her out? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you're asking me, should I ask her out? Well, I don't know. I mean, if you do and she says yes and you get married and you have a son, you might wanna name your first son Craig because God sent me to Arkansas to get you off your single butt, but bottom, and to walk down that aisle and have a little faith and say obedience is your responsibility, whether she says yes or not, that's up to God and a little bit up to her. <laughs> you, you, do, you, you, you do what God prompts you to do. This is what verse 21 says. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they'd been told and begin to teach the people as they'd been told. They didn't delay, they didn't obey halfway, they obeyed completely and they obeyed immediately. Someone said this, they said that delayed obedience is disobedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. When God prompts you, you obey completely, you obey Immediately, obedience is our responsibility, outcome is God's responsibility. I learned this as a, a brand new Christian. I'd been saved for maybe, I don't know, maybe a year, and I was at a worship service, and, uh, and I was worshiping God, and I noticed a lady a couple rows over as she was worshiping who looked like she had had a very difficult life. Just, you could just tell she was worshiping God like she'd come through a lot, but she looked like she didn't have a lot. And I felt moved by God to go and give her the money that I had in my wallet. It was this weird prompting. And so I opened up my wallet and all I had was a $5 bill. And I thought, well, that's the stupidest thing ever. My, why, that, that wouldn't even buy anything. You know, what, what, what should I do? And so I tried to, I was arguing, maybe it's the devil, you know, maybe like, oh, the devil wouldn't tell me to give, you know, and going back and forth. And so finally, I just kind of embarrassingly went up and said, Ma'am, I'm sorry to interrupt your worship. I'm just, I felt like I was supposed to give this to you. And I tried to give it to her and walk off. And she looked at it and she looked at me. She looked at it and she threw her hands up and said, thank you, Jesus. And just started going crazy. And I was trying to get away. I was a little bit embarrassed and didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable. And she said, you have no idea. I'm a single mom and I'm out of money. And I've got, you know, a few days before payday. And I, I felt like I had enough gas in my car to get to church but probably not enough to get home. And she said, I just felt like God told me to trust him and to come to his house and to worship him. You have no idea, you have no idea how God might use a single act of obedience. After church, the guy said, hey, let's go to lunch. I'm like, oh, uh, no, no, you guys go, I don't have any money. I was back, you know, I'm 19, no credit card. You know, he said, no, 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 come on to lunch. I said, no, no, no. He said, no, I'll buy your lunch. <laughs> I went out and bought an $8 hamburger on that day, okay? <laughs> And you have no idea. Fast forward a few years, I saw a gentleman and I had that same overwhelming sense. This guy was, looked like he was in need and, and I had the same overwhelming sense that I was supposed to, to help him, give him what I had in my wallet. This time I looked in and I, all I had was a $100 bill. I was like, okay, that must be the devil. <laughs> it's a $100 bill. <laughs> and so I, I wrestled back and forth with it, wrestled back and forth. And this time I'm embarrassed to tell you that I did not obey. I didn't obey. And to this day, I wonder, 
what was God wanting to do in his life through one not that big of a deal, act of obedience through mind? And just like the burger that came after my first $5 obedience, I wonder what blessing I missed in being used or otherwise in not being obedient. You could say it this way. I had $5 obedience to God, not $100 obedience to God. There may be those of you that you're, you're kind of in the $5 level, and I don't mean that as literal, but, but you're kind of beginning. It's my prayer that the Spirit of God would speak to you today, and your answer to him would be yes. Yes. Whatever it is, prompt me, lead me, guide me. There are, there are those of you that you've been coming and you're kind of on the outside of what God is doing in the church. In the next few weeks, your pastor's gonna tell you how you can be more involved. And what's gonna happen is God's gonna prompt you in some way. You're gonna think, okay, I, I could maybe do that. I could possibly serve in the kids' ministry. I could possibly lead a small group. I could, I could possibly um, help people feel welcome here. And there may be a voice that says you're not quite ready for that. Whenever God prompts you, you just say yes. You be obedient and let him bring the outcome. There are those of you that there's an area that you've been around the church for a while and, and, and you know the teaching of the tithe and yet you've been scared to death to be obedient to God, to worship him by returning 10% of what he's given to you back to him as an act of worship. And you may just say today, you know what, I'm done with that. I'm no longer going to, to, to do what I think is best. I'm going to trust God. I'm gonna worship him in this way and I'm just gonna see what happens as I'm obedient to God. It might be there's someone that you're thinking about bringing to church, you're like, I don't know what they're gonna say. I don't know what they're gonna say. You have no idea what God might do through one single act of obedience of reaching outside of yourself and inviting someone else to come and see who God is and what he is doing. Listen, we don't go to church, we are the church. We don't go to church, we are the church. We're, the church isn't here for us. We are the church and we're here for the world. We're not spiritual consumers, we're spiritual contributors. We give, we obey, we serve. Our life is not our own. What do we know about scripture? We know that when we obey God, we know that when we obey him, it often triggers opposition. It often releases miracles. It, it always requires faith. I love what happened in verse 28 and 29. The high priest called the Sanhedrin and they sent for the disciples who were no longer in jail. And, and, and the, the leaders, religious leaders said, we gave you strict orders not to teach in this name. Don't teach in the name of Jesus. Yet you filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you're determined to make us guilty of this man Jesus' blood. But Peter and the other apostles replied, all of our New Life churches, let's say this aloud together. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than man. One more time, all of our churches, we must obey God rather than man. You can't stop us. When you've experienced the grace of Jesus like we have, our lives are not our own. Our old life is dead and gone. We have new life because of the grace of Jesus. You might as well tell the birds not to sing and the sun not to shine before you tell me to stop talking about my Savior, Jesus, my Lord, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Bold Obedience. You can also find out more information about him at CraigGroeschel.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.
Thank you.